You're listening to episode 91 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and if you're listening to this, you're probably a maverick like me. How convenient because I literally made the show just for you. I'm a business scaling strategist that's been in the game for almost a decade now, and I'm weirdly passionate about helping impact-driven entrepreneurs, business owners, brands, and go-getters scale their businesses and their lives. Imagine taking your impact, your income, and your freedom of time to the levels that you can only dream about. Making your mission known to the world and mastering your business strategy so you don't have to keep on trading dollars for hours. I built two two comma businesses doing what I love, what I believe in, and a lot of that has to do with teaching you how to do the same. We drill down on strategy, but we know that it takes more than just business tactics to live the life that you envision. So we go deep on health optimization, mindset, leadership, relationships, and just being that scaled up version of you who is primed and ready to step into your purpose and peak performance. Some days I record this bad Larry from my closet to escape my three littles, and some days I'm down at my barn office on our 12-acre farm. So do me a favor, grab your notebook and a pen and your favorite bevy, and let's get to the show. There is just so much noise out there in the online and even in the physical business space of so many people competing, right, or feeling like they're competing. And I'd say one of the most common fears, concerns, shares that I hear from people who I work with is they start to doubt themselves because of that noise. And they question their value because they start comparing themselves to everyone else out there. And that's how they measure the success or the value of their own business. They measure it up against someone else's. Let's just nip that in the bud today with some business and brand positioning strategies that are going to give you more confidence in your value, clarity, in your messaging, and really make it clear why you're the right choice for your ideal client. Does that sound good? So notebooks out today if you can do it, because we're going to be going into nailing your brand promise and that message that coincides with it so that you are positioning yourself and your business as the go-to, trustworthy, authoritative resource for the right people. And to help you crystallize your brand promise, make sure you check out today's show notes to snag my brand promise worksheet at elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 091. Okay, let's jump into the show. Anytime I've been asked a question that has really stuck out to me or helped me make a pivot or really, I don't know, help me see the light, I want to present it to you. And those questions for today to get you thinking, get your wheels turning are, have you taken the time to think about how you want to be positioned in the market? What do you want your brand to say or represent? Or what do you want people to feel when they make contact with you and your brand? Or more importantly, like when they work with you, what is the promise on the other end of that? How do you want to be depicted in the market? And what is your promise as a brand and a business. Years ago when I came on the marketing scene and in the marketing space, I didn't put much thought into those questions. I thought about things kind of inwardly, like how is this going to affect the bottom line? What will help me ultimately grow my income and my business? What products and services would sell best? What does my ideal client want me to do, say, or produce for them? Like I was really thinking kind of about me, what I had to do, what it looked like for me to produce certain things so that I could get an end result that I wanted. And that's a good thing to to keep in mind. It's important to know what your audience is asking for and also what's required of you because you want to make sure that your the work that's required to get to where you want to go is work that you are willing to do and that you want to do. But 
when I was such a novice in this space and just branching into entrepreneurship, I was so unaware of the fact that I had the ability to position myself in the market, even though I was brand new. I had the ability to create an experience and a feeling that people would have when they connected with me based on how I showed up in my business and how I positioned my brand. And as I got the wheels turning in my business, I started to notice that I felt this continual imposter syndrome start to creep in. I was pinning my business up against other industry leaders or people who were doing what I considered doing it right and seemed to have that momentum that I was craving. And I was wondering, what what am I missing? Why couldn't I seem to attract a crowd, right? A tribe. Why did it feel so hard to get people to see the value in what I had to offer? I knew I had the stuff. I knew I could help people have that transformation at the end of working with me or, you know, utilizing my products and services. I was confident in my work and in that transformation that I offered, but why wasn't anyone else confident in my work? Like, why wasn't it abundantly clear that this is what I do? This is the problem I solve. Why don't you want to work with me? You know, why aren't people coming in droves? And I felt like I was trying to ride the wave of referrals and people knowing that that uh, transformation that I offered and pass it along to the next person. And I was also relying on my knowledge bank, you know, what I knew without strategically positioning myself as to how I wanted to be seen. And that's the power of a brand promise, right? That's the power of how you position yourself up against all the noise that's always going to be there and always going to be growing. That's why your messaging, it really matters. And that's what was completely missing for me in the process. I want to explain what I mean by that, okay? So the brand promise, it encompasses every aspect of your business. It encompasses the mission and every corner of what you do in touch. And it's the value or the experiences your customer can expect to have or feel when they do business with you, when they rub elbows with you, when they come to your social pages. It's all about how you make them feel. What are the emotions that could come up when engaging with your brand? Now, if you are not intentional about it, you might not like the emotions that your brand is producing for your customer. But if you are intentional about it, if you set that brand promise with a strategic approach and you bring it to market because you've thought about it and you know what that promise is, you can invoke those emotions that you're seeking your people to have when connecting with you. So if you're not thinking about it, you might not realize that when people associate with your brand, they feel rubbed the wrong way. They feel stressed. They feel like you're rattling through a script, you know, sending it one person to the next because you're thinking inward. You're like, how do I get the next client? How do I get more people? How do I sign this person? How do I get this person to buy? And that's coming across salesy. So it's making them feel slimy. Like that's not the feeling you want to give people. But if you sit and say, oh, wait a minute, I want my people to feel inspired. And I want when they work with me, I want them to feel empowered and safe and like they trust me and relieved that they've found me and energized by working with me. Like I don't want them to dread getting an email from me. I want them to be fired up about opening it. I want them to be happy and feel strong. If you can identify the emotions that you want your people to feel, you can start to weave that into your messaging. You can start to weave that into your brand promise so that it comes out in everything you do. It oozes out of your pores and you don't let that autopilot experience start to happen where you're not being intentional 
And the emotions that they're feeling are not the things that you ultimately want them to feel. And remember, people make their decisions based on emotional connections to a brand, how that brand makes them feel. That is often the determining factor as to whether they buy or they don't. So the first step in developing your brand promise is asking that question, how do I want my people to feel? And we have a tendency as entrepreneurs, as people who want to excel and grow and scale, we get right into the hustle and we forget that we get to choose the experience we give our people from the content we put out to what it's like to work alongside us and with our customer service and the messaging in our products and how we market our services. But you have to take the time to set that intention and strategically weave it into your work and into your messaging and into your content and onto your website and in your brand as a whole and the words that you use and the way that you interact when you talk to someone on a sales call, like all those things are part of your brand promise. And I want to help you nail that brand promise so that you can have it more for yourself first to set that tone of that customer expectation. Like when someone comes and interacts with me, I know that they can expect to feel this. And then you can start to weave that feeling and the energy behind it into all the things you do. Even when you're taking a stage, when you write a book, like this is going to encompass the entire essence of your brand. So don't think of it so much as a tagline, as much as a statement you work hard to stand by and that it really represents how your clients and customers can expect to feel in associating with your brand. Okay, so this isn't necessarily a marketing tool, although it will be woven into your marketing. There doesn't have to be a perfect science behind it either. It, I've seen it done so many different ways and so many different ways that it can work. But the idea is to capture the essence of who you are as a business a brand and you. And if you're the type that needs a formula, okay, to work from, here's one that you can work from. Okay, so you can tweak this. You can make it your own. You can move it around. I'm going to give you two examples, one that uses this formula and then some that don't so that you can get a feel for like, okay, it doesn't have to follow this exact pattern, but this is just a good way to extract how you want to be represented in the market through this brand promise. Remember, this is all captured and laid out for you in today's freebie, Fromi, freebie for my homies. Okay, so go over to elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 091 and you can snag the brand promise worksheet to help you break down your own brand promise. Okay, so try and stick with me here, but it's going to help to have this worksheet in hand. This is a fill in the blank exercise. So I'll tell you what the blanks are and then the words in between to make up this formula. So your brand, that's the first fill in the blank. So insert your brand, serves, and then the next fill in the blank is customer category. Okay, so female entrepreneurs, outdoor adventurers, stay-at-home moms, like whatever it is, your customer category, by providing, and then the next fill-in-the-blank is the quality level, best made, top-notch, and then the next fill-in-the-blank right after quality level is product category. So courses, masterminds, apparel, food, whatever your product category is, at is the next piece. And then the next fill in the blank is price level, premium prices, discount prices, whatever your thing is, to company values. Protect the environment. Support those in need. Take care of our neighbor, whatever your your big company value statement is. So I'm going to read this in an example of Patagonia, okay, because they use this specific outline. 
because it's a little tricky to hear it. So your brand serves customer category by providing quality level product category at price level to company values. So this is the example. Patagonia serves outdoor adventurers by providing the best made apparel at premium prices to protect the environment. So Patagonia is the brand. Outdoor adventurers is the customer category. Best made is the quality level. Apparel is the product category. Premium prices is the price level. And to protect the environment is the company value. Okay, got that captured. So Patagonia serves outdoor adventurers by providing the best made apparel at premium prices to protect the environment. Now, although this can be used as a marketing statement, although this does serve when you put it into things and people can read it, it's also going to be hopefully if they're doing it right, captured in the essence of everything they do in their marketing, right? They're going to show that they believe in protecting the environment. In their messaging, they're going to be speaking directly to outdoor adventurers. And they're going to be speaking to people who appreciate high quality apparel at high prices, people who are willing to pay that premium. So speak to exactly who you want to speak to, and you're going to see the essence, I'm going to keep using that phrase because it captures it perfectly, of this statement, this brand promise should be woven into everything they do. When someone from their company goes live and is speaking to something they have upcoming, a launch or whatever, you're going to notice these factors that are in this statement come forth in their lives, in their marketing, in their messaging, even in, in their clothing in the the products that they create. So I also wanted to share a couple examples of brand promises that fall outside of this formula, you know, this exact formula that I just laid out for you, but it still packs a punch, okay? It still gets the job done. It still speaks to the essence of the brand, how they want to make people feel, and it captures the brand beautifully. And you can see it shine through in the work that they do or the products that they have. So Starbucks is a good example, right? So Starbucks positions itself as a company that brings more to the world than a great cup of coffee. And it sees itself as more of a lifestyle brand. But this is their promise. To inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. So obviously it doesn't follow that exact formula, but it still captures the brand promise. Amazon is another one. Earth's most customer-centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online and endeavors to offer its customers the lowest price possible, okay? You are really seeing what they stand for, what they believe in, what they do through their products and services that they offer, and you're going to see it in their marketing and their their messaging and their branding too. At the end of the day, the reason you're going to stand out against the noise, against your competitors, it's because you know who you are and you know what you deliver and you know how you want to make people feel and you know the transformation that you offer and you know it so deeply that it just starts to naturally permeate into everything you do, everything you put out there from the things that you sell to the way that you market to what's on your website to how you speak. You know the experience people can expect to have with you and you can promote that. You can speak to that. And then eventually when you do it right, other people can speak to that. And you're going to be more you in the process. When you align this brand promise and you nail it 
you are going to be way more confident in your marketing. You're going to be way more confident when you launch because you know exactly what you do and how you do it. And you know that you're rooted in that and that the right people are going to want to come along with you on that journey. So don't do it by trying to compare yourself to other brands and competitors, but listen to the whisper of who you are and what you're called to with your brand. And the key from here is that after you feel strong in your promise, now how are you going to make good on it, right? Like how are you going to make it known and how are you going to deliver on that? Well, you have to do that through your messaging, through your marketing. So you speak the words that capture that brand and then you live up to it. So if you want to be a premium or a high-end brand, Everything from the images that you use and the phrasing that you use and the customers that you're going after and how you price your products, like it has to align with the fact that you are seeking to be a premium brand. Like you're not slashing your prices. That's not what a premium brand does. Or I have a client that I'm working with right now and she's developing this amazing blueprint to help small businesses grow and scale, especially in the financial category, right? Like, so she's really trying to help these small businesses and entrepreneurs manage their finances so that they grow the bottom line. And her thing is she's been in the corporate space, but she doesn't want to have that be how her brand feels. Like she doesn't want it to be stiff and like numbers driven and stressful. She wants it to have a feel of BFF. Like I am your small business BFF. When you work with me, yep, I know you're stressed about numbers, but I'm going to wrap my arm around you and I'm going to walk you through this and it's going to feel great and it's going to be an awesome process. So she's really trying to align everything she's bringing out into her business with this concept of I'm not showing up as your corporate consultant. I'm showing up as your BFF. Like, let's do this together. I've got you. And that's going to be shown in her messaging. If you want to be seen as super professional, think about how you present yourself on social media, how you present yourself in your marketing. If you want that professional air to you, market professionally. Don't be putting up posts and like using LOL in your wording. Like that's not very professional. But if your brand is lighthearted and fun and relatable, then type the way that you speak and connect the way that you would connect with a buddy. So it's all about how you want to be seen. If you want high quality, right? You want quality to be one of those, the essence of your brand and something you represent. Make sure your your products and services are quality, good quality, right? You're not a discount brand. You're not gonna try and undermine the competition in the pricing category and go as low as you possibly can. Like this is not what you're doing. You're delivering high quality. Like people are gonna pay for high quality. So from there, to make sure you are seen in the market, right? This is all going to be done through your positioning. So we have the brand promise. Then we have your messaging about how you're delivering that brand promise on the regular. And now we have your positioning within the market. And this is all about how you're differentiating yourself. When competitors are going right, how are you going left? Like, what does that look like? When everyone else is trying a marketing strategy, like a classic sales ad and speaking to the specs of their product, how are you coming on the scene with a new approach, a video laying out all their objections that it might be speaking to or something fun or quirky or something to make them laugh? Like, what are you doing that's different? And how are you doing it differently? You don't have to reinvent the wheel, but be more you. Live up to that brand promise. Read that brand promise every single morning and say, hey, I am saying that this is my objective. This is how I want to come on the scene. This is what I want to be known for. This is how I want to make people feel. And then when you go into your your positioning and how you differentiate yourself, make sure that you are doing the things that you're saying in that brand promise. Make sure you're living up to it. You need to also always remember, this is so key. 
what are people really buying from you? And highlight that. So what do I mean by that? I'm talking about the focus on the transformation. There is a a saying in marketing, people are not buying drills. They're not really buying a drill when they go to a hardware store. They are buying holes in wood. You get me? Like they are buying the end result. So how can you focus in your positioning on that end result? On the transformation that they are going to receive. Yeah, they might be taking your online course, learning how to grow the number of Instagram followers, but the end result of that, if it's done properly, is they're actually paying to have less stress in the process of generating more sales and more income in their business, which ultimately means more freedom in their lives, like whatever that end result is and focus on that. And you just want to highlight what differentiates you because you are different because there's no one else with the same fingerprint as you. There's no one else out there doing it exactly how you are unless you're out there copying how other people are doing it because you're forgetting to put on your blinders Block your ears and listen to the inner whisper of what you're being called to, how you are more you, and give them more of that. Like, do you get people results way faster? Do you do it with less stress? Do you do it in a new way? Do you do it as their BFF? Like, are you the most professional, high-end, premium brand that has ever existed? How are you the most you and highlight that and don't be afraid to be bold in it and don't be afraid to repel people with it because the wrong people are going to be repelled. Good. Don't waste your time on them. Let them go. That's exactly what you want to happen. But guess what's going to happen? You're going to become a magnet for the right people who are ready to go from observer to lead to customer and then to a raving fan that's going to support you and help you get your brand promise out into the hands of even more people. So the power of the brand promise, it is epic. It is real. Do not take it lightly. No matter where you are in this process, if you're brand new, great. You could do it, do it from the early stages. If you're 10, 20 years in, I don't care. Take a minute and make sure you know your brand promise in a solid way so then you can weave it into your messaging and get it into your positioning and really crush it in the market and become known for what you do. So get on over to today's show notes. It's totally free. It allows you to help you through this process and create your brand promise and make it your own. ElizabethHartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 091. Go snag it. And if you're feeling really ambitious, if you want your brand promise to be known to the world, which I think is what we all want, take a screenshot of your brand promise and tag me. I am so happy to shout you guys out. I am so proud to share the work that you guys are doing. So by all means, share it with me so I can share it with the world and get you out there to even more people who need what you have to offer. Thanks for tuning in and don't miss the pep talk this week. One of the most broken narratives I hear from entrepreneurs and my students and clients is that they feel like they don't know what their unique gifts are or what their special spin is when it comes to how they're going to stand out in a saturated market. So I created a worksheet that I've used for myself and for those clients to help you know with clarity what sets you apart so you can identify your true superpower as both an individual and as an entrepreneur. So you can snag it by shooting me a text. So send a text to 38470 using the word superpower 38470 and if that's all one word superpower you have that secret sauce you just need to nail it down with some confidence and this worksheet is totally free and it's going to help you do that
Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.